0: Welcome to The Know But Let's Talk About That, the podcast. This is a space for coming together and talking about any and everything from viral trends to our own personal stories and life experiences. We're so thankful that you're here and we hope that you stay. Enjoy today's episode.
1: Hello, you guys. <laughs> Good morning. Well, we're recording this in the morning, so I can say good morning. But I don't know what time it will be
0: for you guys. <laughs> it is morning for me as well. Um, yeah, but I'm happy. I'm actually like I got up early and I like got ready. I was tea. gonna
1: say you look cute. It has you a little,
0: What is that like, Brandy or something?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, I can tell. I, I was on their website the other day shopping around. <laughs> dangerous. Very. How are you? Um, I'm doing well this morning. I, like you, we both have flights today, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to Florida. And like I said, I told Ashley this yesterday that, <clears throat> and I think we could do a whole episode on grand muscles because both Ashley and I are both grand muscles. But um, <laughs> I was supposed to go to Miami with one of my friends for a spring break for a week. And we're still going basically to Miami, like we're flying into Miami and everything. But our we switched our Airbnb to a place that's a little bit farther north um, by like 20, 25 minutes. So kind of more near like Hollywood area, if you're familiar with like Miami Beach-ish. Um, and I'm just, I'm honestly very, very excited because... <laughs> I am, obviously, literally 21 and we're seniors in college, but I kind of needed an actual spring break in the sense that it's a break and not me drinking 24-7. Yeah. Um. And we have our Airbnb 2 that we switched to is much bigger. It has a pool. It's right on the beach. Mm-hmm. has a full kitchen and a little dining room. Pretty sure it has a balcony. Like... Just so much more space and we're going to like cook meals and have one nights on the beach and it's going to be exactly what I kind of was hoping spring break would be. So it's a blessing and I'm, you know, to answer your long-ended question, I'm doing fantastic because I'm really excited. How I'm are you? <laughs>
0: great. I'm excited for you. I'm great Thank though. You. I've had a restful, restful spring break. Like- exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel rested. I think I look rested. You do. Thank you. Um, And (laughs) I'm going back to New York today to finish the semester. So I'm not like, I feel really good. Good. That sounds lovely. I feel like the rest of the semester will go by so fast. It's going to be scary. That's the one thing where I'm like, can we slow down a little bit? But time keeps moving. Speaking of. Maybe I shouldn't ask this on the pod, but I'm going
1: to. Are you staying in New York? Um, that's the plan.
0: So okay, okay. Yeah. Now we'll that's see. Exciting, what, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what life has planned, but like that's my plan. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, all right, you guys. Let's get started, shall we? Yes. Um,
1: Woo! I had Ashley take this week's episode but she texted me last night well I was asleep actually but she texted me last night that we had a request from a guest and a listener mm-hmm. um to talk about vulnerability today so yeah. that is what we're going to be doing
0: i am so intrigued and interested to see how this goes as i am mm-hmm. with every episode yeah um, but i'm excited to just have like a conversation about about it and our thoughts and I think we're gonna start by defining it, which is great because, um, when this person was like, "You should talk about this," I'm like, "What even is that?" Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. So right, and you it. know
1: me, I have the little silly definition written down right here. I, <laughs> I saw. It. So for anyone who's curious, it is a noun, um, at least how it's like typically defined. And it's the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. Mm. That is what vulnerability is.
0: So when you hear that, like, what do you like think of? Because I have like an immediate thought about like what that is and how that feels for me. And like, I want to know what, like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word, like, vulnerability? Um, For me, well, I don't know. It means a lot of
1: things. I think, honestly, sometimes, uh, bu- well, vulnerability to me is one of those words that kind of has, like, a warped meaning just because of how society talks about it, but when you actually hear the definition it almost puts it into a slightly different perspective mm. and just because I've been doing a lot of like research and stuff recently about like the nervous system and stuff like that um, that definition just kind of in me sparked the idea of how much our society has like changed when it comes to being vulnerable because like that definition to me thinks like makes me think about like Hunter gatherers. I don't know why. This is, I mean, you asked me what my mind went to, and this is what my mind went to. But it literally made me think of like how they were genuinely vulnerable pretty much at all moments of their lives to like animals, to um weather, you know, like we have houses now and it was snowing yesterday. If I was, you know, alive what Mm-mm. so many years ago, like I would have been vulnerable to the weather. And like we don't typically use the word vulnerable to that extent anymore and I think that's just that's kind of what my mind is thinking about right now how it's just changed so much Mm -hmm. um and I think now vulnerable really has because our um, world has changed so much it kind of takes out half of that definition like it literally to me wipes out the physical part and vulnerable vulnerability is so much more of an emotional thing right now
0: that was my thoughts. So what are yours? Girl, I was going to say the same thing. Like <laughs> my immediate thought is like fight or flight. Hmm. Yeah. Same. And as much as you were just saying like, you know, how that's kind of evolved. I also think that it's still very like prevalent mm-hmm. because like, even in an emotional sense, like fight or flight is so 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 huge especially if you're a person that's like anxiety prone I think yeah like you're constantly feeling like that fight or flight response all the time yeah and that tells you that you're vulnerable I guess or like in Mm -hmm. that situation or under certain circumstances and yeah that's where my mind goes is I'm like fight or flight fight or flight fight or flight yeah, because it is so bodily. It's like you're anxious. You might sweat. Your heart rate might go up. You might feel very like unsafe, and like all those are very, very like connected to our. I don't want to say like caveman days, mm-hmm. but like no, it is. That's what <laughs> it is. That's exactly what it is. We are cavemen, still. So. Okay, a big
1: question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just came up in my head while you were talking about that so I don't know because it's just like all these things in my life sometimes come like for full circle like the way that I have been like looking into like it's been like mostly like a hormone journey for me recently with like my skin and everything um but it comes down to like a lot of like stress on my body and I'm a very tightly wound person um pretty anxious I would say it's gotten a lot better recently um or at least I'm just in like a better stage right now you know and good what was (laughs) what I'm just laughing about is that when we were when you sent me the vulnerability thing like I didn't think that this is where it was gonna go and I'm just laughing because I think it's cool that you know anyways
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I continue With my question is that, so throughout my little research journey that I've just been going on, that a lot of people now are actually in fight or flight, like almost 24 seven, like Mm -hmm. their body is continually, you know, going through metabolic changes, um, you know, hormone dysregulation and like, Hormone people think like, oh, like women and their menstrual cycles. Like, that's literally what's linked right now. But hormones are yeah. literally your body's signals. Like, they are happening all the time. Like, and I just think it's very interesting that vulnerability is also a physical thing. And people now are saying oh, it's really good to be vulnerable, and it is. Mm-hmm but do you think like most things that there is simply a time and a place or, you know, people are like, you should be vulnerable all the time. You should put yourself out there and like kind of expose yourself and take the risk and everything. But if that's putting yourself in a state of fight or flight,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: do you get what I'm saying here? Like, I really do. Do you think that then you shouldn't be vulnerable all the time because it might be putting you in this state of stress that isn't really healthy. What are your thoughts on me just rambling about all that?
0: See, but this is why we're doing this because, like, it's simply a silly little question mm-hmm. that we could talk about for forty minutes. Like, oh, absolutely, yes. So, like, let's unpack that. But let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> I have a I have two two views of that okay and I think that I have two views about everything all the time um Mm -hmm. so this is another time where I have two views Mm -hmm. I think that someone once said to me um because I often am like oh my god I'm so scared all the time like I'm just gonna not do that thing I'm just gonna not think about it I'm just gonna not say this you know and then Part of me is like, but how are you ever going to like get past that fear of like doing something that scares you or putting yourself in a vulnerable position? You know, like if you want to grow and you want to evolve and like change and like work through things, then you absolutely, you're going to have to face some fears. And I think that that's important. However, I do think. Someone said to me once, like, your body reacting in that way is you paying attention. And it's you realizing that something is making you feel unsafe and that you're paying attention to that. And there's a reason that you are not really running towards this thing, that you're actually running the other way. And it's because it makes you feel unsafe. And why would you ever want to put yourself... In situation or a circumstance that where you feel unsafe and you feel danger and you you know you might not be able to handle it with a right mind with a clear heart you know all those things Mm -hmm. so I think that it's very I think that's where you kind of have to learn to like listen to yourself in a different way whereas like I know people talk about like the mind, body, and soul connection, which is like still really um, murky for me, but I think that there is a difference. I know a lot of the time where I'm like thinking with my head, like I'm super practical. I'm looking at the details and then there's some things where I'm like, I just feel this and Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I can really go on. And so I think that you have to learn to like listen to what part of you is the the loudest if that makes sense and yeah if if you're like this feels so dangerous and girl like the the cons are outweighing the pros and you just can't you know fight through that then absolutely maybe maybe lean into that and I think at a later time if you've had time to like think about it if you've had the time to think about a different approach you can always come back to it hopefully most times I would say Um, but I think it, I think it's both. And I think it's just like in that moment, what's most important to to you? Is it your safety, your comfort, or is it like fighting through fear knowing that it's going to like better you? Yeah, Yeah. that was
1: great. I think that, I think that's just, yeah, I think that actually really kind of not that I had confusion about it but I feel like that really um brings to light the idea of I mean obviously just having two sides about something but seeing things both ways and like what I mean by that because that might just sound like obvious and repetitive of what you just said is that I think that there are a lot of um people now who are like well, you know, you need to put yourself out there and take these risks and that's how you grow and like all of these things and blah, 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 blah. And like, it's a very like hard headed way to go about life. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I am kind of more of a hard headed person that typically is where my personality leans to. Like I am very much the type of, okay, well, I need to try it or I need to do this and I need to blah, blah, blah. But then there also is a huge part of me that's like, Well, what if I try this and, you know, I make myself vulnerable to the situation and, you know, it goes poorly, Mm
0: -hmm. okay?
1: And then after that, basically kind of what you just said, I have like two steps where I could be like, this type of vulnerability and this type of failure is not beneficial to me. Like this failure is telling me to step away you know I don't think that all failure is something like oh I need to keep pushing like there is some points where it's like like me failing my first like OCHEM exam or like you know like biochem exam last year like that's not like let's give up that is keep going because you can get better and you can improve um and that's like obviously you know people are like an exam that's not being vulnerable but you know you're Yes, it is. You're signing up for a course that you're uncomfortable with and it's – you know what I mean? Um, But I just think that's really great perspective for a lot of people because I think a lot of people struggle with the idea that sometimes being vulnerable means that you're more so like leaning into the idea of failure as in you're not going to move forward with that thing. Not I'm going to fail, but I'm going to keep going. Like people think – Like, that is, like, what vulnerability takes. But I think it also is, like, a huge part of it is the, you know, I'm not going to keep going. Like, this kind of sucks. And I, you know, it's not that you're giving up. We talked about this, actually, I think, over the summer about, like, not, like, giving up gracefully, but kind of, and how that's, like, a huge vulnerability piece. I remember having a long conversation with you about that.
0: I think, yeah. I mean, you, there are so many ways to be vulnerable and there are so many ways to to grow and who's to say that the only way to grow is by being scared all the time and like desensitizing yourself to like fear I think that like there is so much growth in saying that's a little too vulnerable for me at the moment and I'm gonna take the time to like honor that and like come up with something else mm-hmm. like. There's, that's another way to grow, you know? And I feel like, I mean, just for me and like my life as as of late, like there are just some things that like I choose not to face. And I think for so long, I, I was like, well, that makes me weak. And, you know, I I think that one day, like I just gonna have to like face all these things at one time, and it's gonna be so scary. And like, I'm never gonna, I never had the the tools to like get through things. And it's like, sure, you can look at it that way. Or you can also just be like, this is my life. I am 21 years old. I am learning new things every day. And most of all, I'm learning about myself every day. If I'm scared of something, I'm not doing it. If I feel Mm -hmm. unsafe, I'm not walking in that room. If I feel uncomfortable, I'm not going to let myself keep feeling uncomfortable. And I think that once you like accept that, and if you change the way you're thinking about your own self. I think that's the big thing too, is I'm like, how do you view yourself and like, what's your relationship with you? Because like, maybe you, ha- maybe you're unwilling to be like vulnerable on your own and with yourself. And that's why it's even harder to do it like outwardly in life. Yeah. And I think I'm, that's true.
1: Yeah. And what I'm thinking about is literally while you were just saying this that- I genuinely, I don't think I've ever thought of it this way before, Um, which is why I'm so glad that we have these conversations because it just brings so many new perspectives um, to me is that when we think about being vulnerable, right? And I think this is a huge part of like both of what we're trying to say. And it was pretty much what you just said is that like, we say that we're, you know, we read the definition. It's putting yourself in a state of being exposed to the possibility of attacked or harmed, And I think that a huge part of that is that we take that as being vulnerable is like always with another person, always with an external force. Mm -hmm. And you can put yourself, we know this, we can put ourselves in constant states of attack or harm with ourselves. Yeah, Like we need to, you know, Be realize that these things that we were just saying about how you can step back with failure or I'm not gonna walk into this room with these people, I'm not gonna go to this party. It's like, that is you being vulnerable because you're being vulnerable to your own self, you know, talk at that point in time. You're like, I can't do this tonight or I'm not strong enough to do this. Or, you know, you're, yeah, you're like
0: putting yourself out there to yourself. If that um, makes sense. Yeah. I put myself in a vulnerable position every time I take a shower.
1: Yeah. Like, they're, they're, yeah
0: Like, am I gonna spend an hour in here? Is that gonna be good for me? Is, mm. you know, like there are tiny ways all of the time, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: So also you I had this point written down. I didn't know if we were gonna get to it or not, but you kind of said, um, while well, you were explaining that you said in this stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. And so, do you think that I mean, maybe the obvious answer is yes, um Time. but I don't know. do you think that we go through different stages of vulnerability, like as we grow up, or do you think it's all kind of like always there, and we're just like, I don't know, learning new perspectives like I just did, or? and that's what changes it do you think it's like always within us like there's all those you know theories about like kids have all of this like knowledge but they just can't use it yet or bull
0: you know what I mean Mm. I don't know um I think that it's ever-changing I think it's constantly changing like all the time like the way I am in the car alone with myself And I have, and there's, like, music playing, and I'm having all these thoughts, and my imagination, my cute little imagination is, like, running wild and free, like, like that type of security and the vulnerability I'm, like, able to, like, bask in with myself could look very different once I arrive where I'm driving to, and I'm, like, going into a place with, like, other people And now that's kind of, like, gone. And I think that that's very reflective of, like, the stages of life that we're in. Um, And we have been since we've been, like, growing up with, like, changing friend groups and lovers and parents and, you know, body image and college and school. You know, I think it's always, always, always changing as our environment changes. And yeah. As we change,
1: yes, I well, I'm just while you were speaking, it was just again, I don't know, you're just this is like totally I feel like a topic that like is so suited to like your like kind of like mindset and stuff mm-hmm. and like where you are, like mentally and like maturity wise and stuff. and i I don't know. I really liked what you said about um kind of how you being in the car and like being with your thoughts and stuff like that's being vulnerable and open to yourself and your own ideas and I think that there's a huge point of um, kind of the not like it's conflicting but I think that it's very interesting to me that we can be you know at some point super comfortable with ourselves and super open to being vulnerable with ourselves and then one moment we're not and then it's the same with social situations like there are some months where you're just like I'm ready to do this attack this I'm gonna you know do all these things and you're putting yourself out there and you're being vulnerable with emotions and you're having all of these conversations or you're you know doing things that make you feel uncomfortable and then the next month you're just like no, I can't do any of this. Like it just, you know, I think it's just really interesting to me. Um uh that you can just like kind of almost like flip a switch and it can be different. But I think also it's kind of powerful to understand that you can be vulnerable and not vulnerable at the same time when it comes to being like maybe I'm being vulnerable with myself, but I'm not vulnerable with other people. Yes. And that can be occurring at the same time. Yes. Um
0: yeah, and I just thought that was really interesting. It's kind of beautiful to think about. Mm-hmm. It it's just like we we also we have a lot of like choice, and although I feel like a lot of the times that I like don't have control, like we have so much because like it's our life and it's us, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think finding those like small ways where it's like oh I can flip a switch like right now or I can, you know, change this. I think it's like, just like taking your own power back, even if you might be in like an uncomfortable situation, recognizing that like, oh, I feel like I'm in danger right now. How do I take care of myself? Mm-hmm. You know? Um. I also think it's in- interesting to kind of like look at what's behind the vulnerability, because you mentioned like going to a party, right? And it's like, well, what could I be exposed to at a party? Mm-hmm. And like, while that answer may be different for everyone, I'm going to think <laughs> of a scenario in my head that I'm like, ooh, I would not want to go there. Um, yeah. And so I'm imagining myself, like, getting ready for a party, like, freaking out. And it's like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, well, what could go wrong? And, like, mm-hmm what could I see? What could I hear? What could I do that would make me feel awful? And I think a lot of the times it always like links back to like us and the way that we like feel about like ourselves because there's a part of me that's like, oh my God, you're going to back out and like not go to a party just because like this person or like that person's there that's so stupid you're giving away your power you know what's so funny
1: is I just like this is me like this is us like every summer when we're home (laughs) and we're like getting ready to go out like at home and we're like tweaking about all the people we could see like from high school
0: (laughs) yeah but then it's like but why like what is it about what is it and for me it's like well maybe I don't want to be seen and then it's like well why Or or it's like, well, maybe I just don't want to talk to this person. You don't have to talk to them um, if you don't want to. You could literally just Mm -hmm. turn around and walk the other way, but maybe that's not socially acceptable. But like, why? Like, I feel like oftentimes it's like, I'm not saying like we're the problem, I'm the problem, but like a lot of the times it's like a lot of it is like generated within. And it's something I feel like we haven't faced within ourselves and that's why I say it takes a lot to like see that and be like well mm-hmm. then I'm gonna deal with it first with myself so that I don't even so I don't put myself in further discomfort and disarray by like facing something that I'm not ready for mm-hmm. are you are you catching my drift yeah
1: it's like almost you kind of have to be if you realize that you're like uncomfortable and stuff, you kind of have to like be, become emotionally vulnerable to yourself to almost figure out why you think that you're going to be vulnerable in a social situation, which again, maybe almost just means that like all of your vulnerability is still just like extend within you, but it's just, <laughs> it's just like It's just outward facing to different things and situations.
0: I think there are outward triggers. Mm -hmm. I think we're the ones who obviously feel the fear and the discomfort, but it's like the outside world that like triggers it. And so Mm -hmm. my philosophy in life is like, how could I ever look to anything like outside of myself to like fix that? Like if you're vulnerable to the snow, like I was yesterday, (laughs) Mood. Yeah. Right. Cause that was crazy. Anyway, like, how, what am I, I'm going to sit in the house all like the, the weather's not going to change. Right. You have yeah. to be the one that like changes. So you either stay inside all day. Right. Or you mm-hmm. go inside and you like face it, you carry on about your day and you put on a jacket with the hood like I had to do. But like, it's all like what you do. It's not like, oh, yeah. the weather it's the weather's fault it's i mean it is but like you can't change that you can change you though and how you're going about it i love this weather analogy so much i love the analogy i'm about
1: to i'm about to get like you change you like tattooed on myself like for real because that is just like so true and what sucks is so many people have such negative attitudes towards the world victim mentality it will and it it literally makes me angry when people are just like I don't even I can't really think of an example but they'll just be like I don't know like the littlest things will just like make them upset and mad and I'm just like that is just not worth getting upset about because we I don't know. It's just like, that's just so out of your control. Like there are a lot of things that you can control and it's really good for people to recognize what they actually can and what they actually can't. And that mm-hmm. takes a lot of work and a lot of practice. And that's just life. Like life is practice for, I don't know what, but you know what I mean? It's and practice for
0: life. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think you change you or, you know, you're the only one who can change yourself is... A very good thing to remember and recognizing that and truly understanding it you need to be vulnerable to do that because you need to be able to sit with yourself and really think about that and I think that that's hard for a lot of people because the definition as we talked about of vulnerability is so so strictly wired in our society to be an external thing right now like what? everyone just, I feel like everyone just thinks when they're talking about vulnerability that means I'm gonna have a hard conversation I'm gonna be vulnerable with someone else no one is thinking about how they're gonna be they're gonna sit in their room and have a conversation with themselves about what actually oh. is going on
0: because yes who that wants part- to do-
1: because who wants to do that? No it's one.
0: Because it's but scary. He, it is scary. It's yeah. Terrifying. But so is having a. I mean, for me, yeah. So yeah. so having a conversation with someone else. But like, exactly. how are you supposed to do it if you can't do it with you?
1: Yeah. And also, if you do it with yourself first, like odds are the conversation with the other person is going to go a lot better because you know where you're coming from, and then you can like. Clearly differentiate your ideals from the other person's and be like, oh, this is where the problem is stemming between us. Like, I already figured out the problem within me. I'm going to share it with you. You can share where you're coming from, hopefully, if that person, you know, did some of their own crap and pulled their own leg. But it's
0: just, yeah,
1: it's hard. Political is hard. We're not saying it's easy.
0: It's like, (laughs) And I love what you said about like one time I had a friend. She didn't like get mad at me, but I heard from someone else that she got mad at me, but like,
1: right. Because she wasn't vulnerable enough to tell you that she was mad, you got it, really.
0: <laughs> but she was upset with me because she was telling me about some guy mm-hmm. her like super dirty as they all do. Mm-hmm. But like, sh- yeah, it sucked. And she was like, well, I asked her, I was like, so, like, what's the problem? And she was like, uh, what? And I was like, what's, what's, you know, what's wrong? And she was like, I just feel, like, stupid. And I was like, hmm, you feel stupid. But that's not because he, like, made you feel stupid. That's because he did something. And now you feel stupid about yourself. Like, you're the one that is, like having those thoughts because you think you're stupid. No one can make you feel like no one can make you like, if you tell no, me I'm because... stupid, I'm going to be like, no, I'm not. Like, it's not going to bother me. I yeah. Know I'm not stupid. But
1: if you're telling yourself that you're stupid because of a situation that happened, absolutely. I've had that exact same, none of my friends have gotten mad at me for saying this, but, <laughs> but I have had so many situations where guys have, not like necessarily done my friend's dirty or did did something to them or whatever and they're just like i'm so embarrassed i'm so embarrassed that this happened blah 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 all this stuff and i was like you did nothing though like you being embarrassed is a choice that like typically exactly. if you think about it i'm like if i'm embarrassed about something it's because like i did it like what why am do? i embarrassed for someone else messing up what? yes it's in it's involved in my life like they were the ones yeah I don't know it's just
0: you're choosing that that is my very point is I'm like you and now I'm not saying your emotions aren't valid I'm just Mm -hmm. saying you have to like dig deep and find out like why they're so triggering like why it's so triggering when people don't text you back after five minutes like what like it's not really about the other person it's really about you and like Mm -hmm. I think that's like a huge thing that we should talk about that sometime soon too. It's just like- We should. Our own internal, I don't even know what we'd call that, but like- Self-talk? For the third time, yes. <laughs> um, um, I don't even know what I was saying, but yeah, that's just another part of it too. It's like, you do have a choice um, and so lean in to those choices. And I think it takes just as much courage to face something um, within yourself than it does to like face it outwardly. And um your willingness to be vulnerable with other people may even just come from your unwillingness to be vulnerable with yourself at the end of the day, yeah, yeah,
1: I think this was beautiful, you know, brain stimulation, probably for a lot of people. And I hope it gets some people talking and thinking and reflecting and sitting with themselves and yeah
0: what a great way to start my Sunday
1: I know I 100% agree I'm about to I see your bed made in the back I ate breakfast in bed this morning it was like whatever so I'm gonna you know pick up my room probably make myself a matcha but I feel great
0: yeah. Now, it is 9:16. Only you could get me up this early. Not even school, like that is different. But <laughs> you're the only person who could be like like get me out of bed this early in the morning.
1: And look, you're ready now. You should just hit the road and go to Stone Creek and get yourself a matcha and a breakfast cookie.
0: <laughs> so I might have to make a quick last trip to my favorite place on earth and get a little matcha matcha. Uh, if you I don't know if you
1: if you live in Milwaukee and you haven't gone to Stone Creek already, I don't really know what you're doing. But oh, you doing? if you ever visit Milwaukee, you need to go to Stone Creek and get their matcha. It is wonderful, like so so good.
0: Tell them we sent you because I can yeah. spend the <laughs> next three minutes. They're like who? Yeah, I could spend the next three minutes talking about the the grace, the decorum, the mm-hmm. quality, and efficiency of they have
1: this like industrial but like not super industrial vibe that's like earthy and like dirty kind of like an kind of like an if an urban outfitters was like a coffee shop.
0: Ooh that's
1: like kind of but like more simplified not as many colors
0: that is the most brilliant thing you've ever said because that is so true. Like if they put Mm -hmm. a coffee shop inside of urban it would be Stone Creek. Yeah just the name stone creek in itself
1: (laughs) all right so yeah we love you guys thank you for listening and you you need to go get yourself a matcha today
0: (laughs) okay bye bye thanks for listening to today's episode for more check out the links in the show notes and we'll see you next time